0: But OK, so I think realistically, we could see 100,000 by the end of the year, uh, you know, as far as a, a, a token price, it could take off like a rocket and 30,000 would be no big deal for it. I'm more looking at 2026 and I'm going, OK, we're looking at probably 10 to 20 X on Bitcoin. <music>
1: Dot net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. I want to give a quick shout out to iTrust Capital. Not only can you trade crypto tax-free, but now also at no monthly fees, truly making this a no-brainer. That's right. There are now officially no monthly fees for both new and existing accounts. And they have a special promo running right now where they're giving away $100 in free BTC to take advantage of this special offer. All you need to do, number one, visit my referral link at iTrust.CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Number two, confirm your email. And number three, fund your account. It's literally that simple. And yes, they will send you $100 in real BTC for free. iTrust is the number one IRA platform in America with over $3.5 billion in transactions. Not only can you buy, sell, and trade crypto tax-free such as Bitcoin and Ethereum, but also physical gold and silver. And yes, they are backed by Coinbase custody with a $320 million insurance policy. Go ahead and visit my referral link at itrust.cryptonewsalerts.net. Set up your tax-free crypto IRA so you can start trading with no monthly fees claim your $100 in free BTC let's start stacking those stats tax-free hey what's good crypto fam I have the one and only Tom McMurrin of CMDX he is the founder and a good buddy of mine and has been quite a while since we got on here and started chatting about what's going on in the crypto market so what's good Tom and what's new
0: Hey man, I'm excited to be here. I'm, I'm really happy for you, man. 50,000 subscribers, dude. You're rocking. I remember we, you first started and I think we were in the, we, I I debuted when you had just a thousand subscribers. So congratulations on the success of your channel.
1: Greatly appreciate that. That is correct. So we've come a long way and we have a long ways uh yet to go. Let's kick this baby off talking about the current state of the crypto market. We have about a two and a half trillion dollar market cap. Ethereum sitting at around 4000. Bitcoin just had a pretty substantial correction from hitting an all time high of 69 69- close to 70,000. Let's just say that. But right now we're at 58,000. Plan B predicts November close of 98,000, which would mean a $40,000 surge within the next 14 days. Your thoughts?
0: You know the the issue that I'm having, uh, Justin, is I I look at discretionary income, and I know that our market is fueled by these big fat three trillion dollar bills that they're passing. And you know I filled up my gas tank this morning at ninety eight dollars, and a year and a half ago I filled it up at fifty five. And I, I hate to be a realist, but you're talking about two thousand dollars a year getting soaked out of the average person's pocket in the, just in the United States. I don't know what it's like around the other, other parts of the world, but I do know that our income and and I'm extremely optimistic about cryptocurrency, But in the short term, I am very concerned about discretionary income and gas is trailing groceries. Groceries are skyrocketing, and it's really hitting Americans in the pocketbook. And I think the pullback that you saw was probably a disappointment that they didn't print a whole bunch of funny money. They only did a trillion instead of $3.5 So uh, you know, I, I'm optimistic that Bitcoin is there. I'm, I'm more optimistic about the Ethereum economy. Uh, and there's a whole bunch more behind it. So, uh, you know, Ethereum and Bitcoin are just first and second movers. And remember, Google was an eighth mover and it dominated the, the search engine market. So first and second mover advantage is not an advantage in technology.
1: Yeah, man, it's pretty crazy. The inflation, they say the CPI, what they're willing to admit, Is 6%. You and I both know it's much higher than that. I looked at Zillow where I previously lived in Clearwater, Florida, and it showed like over the past 12 months, the property in that subdivision is up literally 27%. And they predict another roughly 30% increase over the next 12 months. So it's insane right now with the inflation and what's going on. It almost feels like if you're not holding cryptocurrency, you're probably just losing.
0: Yeah, the real estate market is definitely uh, fueling you know a lot of wealth, uh, but we also saw that in two thousand seven too, and we saw an immediate crash after that when people ran out of money or lenders, you know, banks didn't have extra cash to lend, and it's just I'd say it's a big Ponzi scheme. It does a correction every seven to eleven years, and we're getting really close to that seven to eleven year mark right now. And I have a lot of friends that are like, I'm going to buy a house, and I'm like, mm, I don't know if I'd do that. But uh, crypto definitely is a deflationary hedge. Uh, you know, it's designed for a small percentage of your portfolio. I carry a large percentage just because I believe in it. But I'm also diversified into about 500 cryptos as well. And I don't have all my eggs in one basket.
1: Wow. So I'll stop you there. 500 cryptos. How do you store <laughs> your average altcoin? Do you have like one or two platforms or do you have 8 million wallets?
0: So yeah, about twenty three different wallets right now. Uh, a lot of it I keep in cold storage. You know, I'm using several platforms: Kraken, uh, Binance, and I'm using you know Coinbase. I'm using uh, Exodus. So yeah, you, you got to have a lot of platforms. Uh, I'd say eighty percent of them are stored on four different wallets. So it, it makes it a little bit easier, but. Not really concerned about that because I'm a buy and hold person. I'm I'm just going to do a balance checking party in 2026 because that's when I think mass adoption is going to occur. I think we have until 2023 to build our portfolios before the big money starts rolling in, before we really see the implosion of this hyperinflation and just the disaster that it's creating in the U.S. economy, which is the number one economy in the world.
1: And when do you see this market cycle peaking? Do you see it lengthening maybe till the end of next year? Do you see it peaking out end of this year, maybe next month, December, maybe first or second quarter of 2022? What are your thoughts? When do we hit a cycle peak for this particular cycle?
0: So anytime you have a bull market run, uh, you know, a lot of times after a tax year, you, you'll have a tax sell-off come, you know, first quarter of next year. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw that, like we saw in, was it 2018, 2017, uh, when, when we really had the the collapse, but it's, uh, It's a whole bunch of factors. Money is spreading out now among Solana. It's spreading out across Dot, Matic. It's starting to spread out. It's not as concentrated just in Ethereum and in Bitcoin. And in fact, this latest pullback that we had the 50 percent pullback in Bitcoin, is real testament to the fact that money is spreading out. There's a lot more money coming in. This was the smallest contraction that we've ever seen in cryptocurrency. So, for you newbies that just invested at sixty-five and watched it go to thirty, and you panicked, well, I saw it go from one hundred and sixteen back down to a dollar fifty or something like that. So, that that's a small correction. And in fact, the one that we had in two thousand seventeen was a massive correction uh, that went from twenty down to three thousand. So. I think we're going to see the contractions be less and less. They tend to be following the Fibonacci expansion and contraction formulas. So I think maybe the next contraction we see, you know, is around the 27 and 38% range, you know, and then the one after that's going to be less and the one after that's going to be less. It's just, it has to do with capital flows because there's real no fundamentals in cryptocurrency. It's purely a supply and demand game right now. And I'm seeing that and I want to bring up something that's interesting that I've discovered recently that if to be in the top, 100 uh, Ethereum tokens, you got to have about 50,000 wallets. To be in the top 50 biggest ERC-20 tokens, you got to have about 100,000 wallets. And I'm talking organic wallets separate of your your own system. And the average market capitalization on some of these companies is $2 billion. Well, we did a deep dive study with my friend, Dr. Gordon Jones from University of South Carolina. He teaches the blockchain class. And you know what? We didn't find out anything amazing. Uh, we found out that the number of wallet holders is, is in line or in correlation with the amount of exchanges they're listed on. And let's face it, Binance, if they see you've got a hundred thousand wallet holders, they want to list you because they know that's a hundred thousand people that could trade. There was no magic thing that, that we found. And, uh, well, I know I'm just excited about that aspect because it tells me it brings back that Jeff Bezos Amazon philosophy of just focus on getting subscribers and then convert them into prime members later on. And I think that is the winning strategy for crypto. If you're building a complete ecosystem that you want to have around long-term with revenue and and, and a great use case or multiple use cases.
1: Right. So what you're saying is if you can exceed that goal and get hundred thousand plus wallets, then it's more likely for the exchanges around the world to start listing you because that's the key metric that they're looking for. Is that correct?
0: They're looking at that, and they're also looking at – I've talked to one of the representatives, and they said they're also looking at, you know, did you give that out in an airdrop, or did the person actually pay their own gas charges? A lot of on-chain data they can look at to say, oh, okay, you've got 100,000 organic wallet holders. That means these people actually paid to have these, these tokens sent to their wallets, so they have a vested interest – in the success in the trading of it. So yeah, they, they are looking at that. And, you know, if you go to Binance, you know, right now and you say, I want to get listed, they could charge you 500,000 to a million. You go to them with a hundred thousand wallets. It's a whole different story.
1: Crazy, crazy. So you see the cycles lengthening. You don't see 90% correction happening in the next bear market. You're saying maybe 30 to 40%, all depends upon the liquidity and the market size and all of that. But what is your price prediction? Let's say Bitcoin in particular for the cycle peak. Where do you see, how high do you think we can go? Both optimist and pessimistic views. Like where do you see Bitcoin realistically go in this cycle?
0: Yeah, well, you know, my pessimist side said we created the ETF and everybody said it was going to go ballistic and it was going to take off like a rocket. Maybe the institutions haven't dumped their money in this quarter. Maybe they're going to do it next quarter. And if they do, that's going to be the driving factor of Bitcoin's price. And, it, you know, it could go anywhere up to a 100000 before the end of the year but it could also pull back to, to 38. I'm seeing a whole bunch of whale on chain buyers sitting down at 38 and I don't know why. So, you know, are, are, are we going to have another contraction before it explodes? You know, are they going to shake out all the, the, the people that don't know how to hodl who don't know how to withstand, you know, these, these pullbacks. I mean, I want to be very clear with people who are brand new, stay in it. Don't sell it because every time it's done that it's surged to all new heights and you only lose when you sell. And, you know, I, I tell everybody that my strategy is I keep 25% in USDT. I love corrections because that's when I put my money back in is when I see that correction And you always stay at least 25% in cash waiting for these buying opportunities. And but OK, so I think realistically, we could see 100,000 by the end of the year, uh, you know, as far as a, a, a token price. It could take off like a rocket and 30,000 would be no big deal for it. I'm more looking at 2026, and I'm going, okay, we're looking at probably 10 to 20x on Bitcoin. And only because I think Bitcoin is the AOL of cryptocurrency. I, 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 it's first mover technology. It's, I hate to say it. It's dinosaur technology. There's stuff coming out with AI and virtualization and quantum computing. There's a whole bunch of emerging growth technologies that when combined with blockchain are going to A whole nother element to the the cryptocurrency markets, just like in the internet, you know, Cisco, look at what Cisco did for the internet. Cisco is the reason the internet grew. I'm still waiting for that Cisco company to be introduced to to cryptocurrency because it hasn't been yet.
1: So if we were to shoot up um, that high, 1020x, we're talking about between a $500,000 and a million dollar Bitcoin price by the time of the next halving cycle, which I think happens in 2024, typically the year after. The having is when we go parabolic, lengthening cycle. So I can see thrown out there 2026. That's pretty cool. Where do you think the market cap would likely be for the whole crypto market by then?
0: So my time frame is this. So like I said, I think we're going to hit the tipping point of people having wallets by the end of 2023. That means 13% of the world has a cryptocurrency wallet. And the reason I believe that, number one, is because Samsung and all these phone companies and even Apple is working on something now. When they all get in and say, okay, we're going to put an engine wallet on every single Samsung phone, which they're already doing, that's a big deal. Okay, um, When Apple starts doing it, that's going to be a huge deal. So that'll fuel us to the tipping point of people that actually have cryptocurrency wallets on their phones. Now, whether they're using them or not, it's another story. Okay. Then I see from 2023 to 2026 is when mass adoption will occur. Realistically it will peak out at, at, you know, 10 years later. So, to, you know, 2030 is what I'm looking at. So I, I have a kind of a number one, I have, a, I have about an 1825 day window on it right now. And that gets us out five years and then from there, it's just a matter of, of the rest of the people coming online. It, it's, it's, going to follow the same cycle. The mobile phone did mobile phone did it over 25 years. Bitcoin at 2026 will be 17 years old, approximately. And it will be headed, it'll be at mass adoption. And, and like I said, 10 to 20 X is my prediction in, in the next, you know, five years on Bitcoin could go higher. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm more optimistic about the Ethereum environment. And I don't even think. I think there, there are cryptos that haven't been invented yet that will actually eclipse Ethereum.
1: Really? Uh, now what, regarding Ethereum, while we're on the topic, you see Bitcoin 10 to 20x over the next few years. What can you see Ethereum? Do you think it will continue to outpace Bitcoin? In the last six years, it 100x the pace of Bitcoin in the last six years, just FYI. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, I absolutely do. I, I see Ethereum probably a hundred X bigger than it is right now. I see it at a, a $400,000, you know, coin. I think it has bigger potential. I tell people this. I think Bitcoin is Microsoft. Okay. That's not dissing it. Microsoft's a massive, you know, multi-billion dollar company, but I think Ethereum is Apple. There's this whole app environment de- developing around Ethereum like the Apple environment did. They have more flexibility to, to change, you know, the, the technology. And I'm not a technologist, but I do understand the dynamics. And I did see the growth of the Internet. So I'm, I got a little bit of gray hair. So I was there when email first came out and when they introduced TCP IP. The difference is we don't just have one TCP IP anymore. We have 25 of them. So as I'm investing, I'm looking at investing in all those because some are going to specialize in NFTs. Some are going to save the music industry. Some are going to save the nonprofit industry. But there will be a Cisco that comes along one day and makes all of those platforms interoperable. And that's the company I'm looking for to dump my money in. And, and I, frankly, I hope it doesn't show up for another two years because I want to save up a bunch of money to invest in it. And I don't know what it is
1: yet. So you don't think the open Bitcoin network will be that interoperable network that everything plugs into? You think it'll be something different? It won't even be Ethereum or?
0: Yeah, no, I, I don't. I think Ethereum's got a great shot at it. Uh, their developer community is huge. But like I said, there there are going to be a lot more ideas. And, you know, if, if Ethereum, if they say, oh, we're, you know, if they turn a blind eye to one iota of technology that can make the big difference and another company doesn't, that's how companies get surpassed in the technology business. They, they turn a blind, just like Kodak, turned a blind eye to the damn digital camera that they invented. They invented it and it put them out of business, you know, and it's going to be that type of mentality. Uh, and hopefully, the, you know, the, the Ethereum Foundation will be open minded to everything and and know that they have test environments where they can try new technologies and things like that. But that's where we are right now. It's so it's moving so fast. And it's very important that uh, you, you do pay attention to everything because it could be one, it could be one quantum light technology. It could be one AI sharding technology that puts you out of business in a matter of a year.
1: Right on. Appreciate you sharing. Now, why don't you update me on CMDX and what you've been up to? I know you've been doing a lot of traveling and there's a lot of exciting news. So why don't you update our audience?
0: Yeah, well we're uh, we spent last two two years building our business model. Uh we're doing our first seed round and that's selling out fairly quickly. I knew we'd have a lot of popular response around it and we're selling 20% of the company for 500 grand. Uh our profile can be found at cmdx.us if you're interested. The uh I was just featured on Bradley's Dropping Bombs podcast. Uh, he's got a massive channel, one of the top five entrepreneurial channels. So I'm now going out on the road and bringing, you know, CMDX out into the mainstream. We rank in the top 300 biggest Ethereum tokens right now by wallet count. And we're in the top 200 based on transactions, which I'm real proud of that. Uh, our goal uh, with the $500,000 is we're going to posture ourselves for our $10 million raise uh, we're going to be featured at the Retosa Family Summit event in December, and we'll be unveiling our new app that we're doing with Trainerize. It's the largest fitness app company in the world, and they're building an enterprise app for us where we're going to have access to hundreds of celebrity fitness trainers, and you can earn badges, and those badges will turn into crypto. So, you know me, I'm into a I'm real big into human mining, using human energy to mine tokens. And that's what we do with CMDX. We reward people for health and business related activities. And just, it's going real well. I've got a, my seventh disruption book is coming out revised. Hey, you'll like this, Justin. Uh, I published that in 2015. It was the second book on cryptocurrency. The first one was by Andreas Antonopoulos. And we both were on, on, on Amazon. So it was easy to become an Amazon bestselling book, but, uh, Bitcoin was $312 per coin and Ethereum was $1.38. And that was in 2015. And hey, I was telling everybody it was disruptive. Everything I said in the book was, was true. Some of the companies I talked about went out of business, but welcome to the cryptocurrency space.
1: Wow, so did you say back in 2015, when you wrote that book, Ethereum was trading at a, a $1.38, 38: A $1.
0: dollar 38 Good Lord: man. And you che- have the second che- book: cheaper product. than a: yeah, cheaper than a McDonald's cheeseburger man. Can you believe it?
1: Incredible. Well, as always, Tom, I greatly appreciate your time and coming on and sharing and just you know having our chats as we do, and as always, I'll look forward to our next chat. Where can people find out more about CMDX if they want to find out more about this smart cryptocurrency?
0: Yeah, they can go to CMDX. I've got a, a domain for them uh, at cmdx.io, and they can check it out there. We've got uh, an automated webinar system on there where they can plug in and watch a 15-minute presentation on it. We also have our new promo video. Uh, Angel Investing Network has got a feature on us on their website, and they can find that at cmdx.us. I imagine that uh, Angel Round will be sold out before December 1st. And then we'll be pitching our $10 million round at the Rotosa event and, uh, uh I'll do another thing for you just uh, for all your listeners that uh want to jump in, subscribe. Uh I'll also get some emails from you as well, but I'll give a free PDF copy of the 7th disruption when I release it at the Rotosa event. Uh, I think you're really going to like it. We talk about the uh the four, you know, uh, type of disruptive use cases that are out there right now. We talk about NFTs, we talk about DeFi, we talk about government governance on the blockchain voting stuff like that which is going to be huge but uh, i think people will really like the book it's a it's a layman's read it's i'm not a technical person but uh, anybody that uh, has some common sense can read it and know that this is the next hundred trillion dollar disruption and i want to mention the original book was called the rise of the digital currency billionaire well guess what we already did that okay there's already Whoa. billionaires in the crypto space the new one is called the rise of the digital currency trillionaire
1: and it's coming. Be- Mark my yep. words. We will see many trillionaires in our lifetime. Thanks to cryptocurrency. And I think it's destiny will be the richest people in the world will be Absolutely. eclipsing the Jeff Bezos, the Elon Fud Puppet mushrats, as I call it. And real quick, before I go, I want to give a quick shout out to iTrust Capital. Not only can you trade crypto tax free, but also now with no monthly fees, truly making this a no brainer. This goes for both new and pre-existing accounts. And they have a special promo running right now where they're giving away a hundred dollars in free BTC to take advantage of this special offer, all I need to do, number one, visit my referral link at itrust.cryptonewsalerts.net. Number two, confirm your email. And number three, fund your account. It's literally that simple. And yes, they will send you $100 in real BTC for free. So go ahead and register now. Set up your tax-free crypto IRA account so you can start trading with no monthly fees. Claim your $100 in free BTC. And let's start stacking those sats tax-free. And I look forward to seeing you in tomorrow's episode. Peace.